everyone, welcome back to the In My Twenties podcast with me, your host, Bookie Smart Sulaiman. Today is a very important and special day because we have the one, the only, Mr. Sulaiman. Hello. <laughs> so my husband is joining me on the podcast today. Are you excited? Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're going to be talking about navigating relationships in your 20s because we've been together before we were in our 20s and now we're married and yeah creating our own family so very excited for you guys to listen to this episode i hope that you enjoy it let me know okay. if you <laughs> let me know if you want to see mr Sulaiman back my mom used to say i shouldn't call you mr Sulaiman. she used to go this is your sweetheart okay he's not mr Sulaiman. like this is your dearest sweetheart so my dearest sweetheart <laughs> welcome to the podcast guess which one i prefer <laughs> welcome to the podcast how are you feeling um yeah good Okay, so for those of you who might not know, we have been together for eight years this year, right? Yes. So Timster asked me to be his girlfriend. Oh, what she says. Timster asked me to be his girlfriend October twenty fifteen. That's correct. Yes, and then we got married. Well, traditionally married December twenty one, and then legally married in twenty twenty two. So we've been together for about eight years this year. And married for about a year. So we got married over a period of roughly six months. From being engaged. From being engaged, three ceremonies yeah. and three countries. <laughs> Ceremony three, yes. So I got engaged in May, had a December trad, which was incredible. Yeah, it was great. And then we had... Despite COVID. Despite COVID and like restrictions in Lagos. And then we got back to London and then had our civil wedding in February yep. 2022 and then a couple months after we had our beautiful Italian summer wedding in June in Italy yeah that was beautiful yeah so we've been together a long time we've been together and known each other since we were kids well yeah I'll tell you so so in your words talk me through the timeline of our relationship oh wow <laughs> do you remember Starting the first time from... you saw me yeah, yeah. We we met in sixth form. Um, we both went to Bridge House in in Ikori, Lagos, mm-hmm. and I think I met you on the third day of school. Yeah, it was a Wednesday. It was a Wednesday. I remember yeah. that. Um, yeah, okay. So that's like the initial meeting. Uh-huh. Um, Any first impressions? Yeah, it was really weird the way we met. <laughs> so basically, we had to sign up for classes at the time. Mm-hmm. One of the classes I was going to sign up for was economics. And basically the guy to sign me up had given me some riddle to solve. He was trying to prove a point that you need to think differently um, to be a good economist. Don't, don't be a linear thinker. Yeah. So basically he gave me a riddle to solve and, and I tried to solve the riddle. I think I'm relatively smart. He's pretty smart. And I, I couldn't solve the riddle. So I was, you know, it got my attention. I was like, why can't I solve this? So basically I was standing by some windowsill trying, just looking at the riddle. And there was Bookie like a few meters away. I was just like, oh, what, are you, what are you looking at? Yeah. What are you trying to do? Do you mind if I take a look? And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've been trying to solve this for like two hours or whatever. And I was yeah. like, yeah, sure, you know, take a look. And she takes a look and within like a minute, she was like, oh, have you tried this and tried that? And it worked. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> and I was like, who is this girl? 
you know, yeah. So the first thing that, that attracted me to you was the fact that you, you, you know, you, you were smart and you could solve something like it. And... Which is really how anyone gets tips of attention. You have to, I, I mean, like anyone, a lot of people get your attention by, I think you need to be impressed by them. <laughs> Before you're like, oh, who's this person? Like you have to have done something interesting or something that just catches your attention, right? So I think for for us, that was it. I saw this question, which is interesting because I wasn't even going to choose math as a subject. And it was after that and you were like, are you doing oh, yeah, math? Yeah, and I was then, like, no, I'm yeah. not doing math. I'm doing business. And then you... I was like, oh, why would you do math? Like, you know. Yeah. And so I did math because... And she's like, I remember why you said you wouldn't do it. I was like, no, no, there's no such. It's never really difficult. You just need, I was to, like, know, I don't you just need to know how the strategy to solve. Oh it. my god! The difficulty <laughs> exists in the mind, you know. Nothing's yeah. ever really that hard. You know? Which is true. Which is true. Um, it's just a way of just a mindset, I guess. Yeah. Um, and so oh, yeah. we leave Bridge House. So in Bridge House, we're friends for about a year. We have a, you know, a bit of a rocky, rocky friendship. Would you say? Uh, I would say, what, what would you say was rocky? I don't think it was rocky. There were periods of time when they talk. Well, one period. Oh, what, for like two or three days or something? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, I can't remember why though, but I remember that day we weren't talking and, um... It was for like a month. Oh, really? Easter. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> but I do, I do remember one day we weren't, we weren't talking or... I can't remember why, or what, but I think it was picture day generally, and you came to school and you had done makeup. I was asked, you know, we're not talking, and she's perfectly fine, like she doesn't even seem bothered. And I was like, okay, you know, clearly she doesn't care. Uh, little Dino is quite the opposite, but um, yeah, it was it was fun, lots of fun. We did a lot together. We had we were very fortunate to be great friends early on. We studied a lot together. Yeah, Terence so actually... taught me math and how to be good at math, which helped me pass. Yeah, I thought you math. could do it. Uh, you know, <laughs> you know, yeah, I thought it was possible. We were good study buddies. We started at some initiative, TTIM. Mm -hmm. Like a passion project. Some passion project. Within um, like two months of knowing each other. Yeah, 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 you know, like, you know, what do we want to change? Yeah, let's make an impact yeah, in our so generation. Long, well, I didn't think about it that way, but I was like, you know, yeah, so changing something or yeah. just as young people, what do you want to? I, yeah, what do you want to do? Mm -hmm. So we tried to do some initiative, which was which was interesting. And then after, okay, so after Bridge House, we had built a really like solid friendship, and then we went off to unis and went off to two different universities, and then what happened? Yeah, so we went off to two, two different unis, mm -hmm. further away from each other. At the time, I was speaking with a good friend who kind of advised me and said, you know what, you know, you guys are, you're friends, but everyone says that you're kind of together, but you're not really together. You're more than friends. You're clearly more than friends, but yeah. you know, you're, you know, it's like, what, what's going on here? Which we weren't. We were really good friends. I guess we're good friends. I don't guess I know we're good friends, but also I think I wasn't ready to, I wasn't ready to be more than friends. Um, I was also in a relationship. <laughs> You were in a relationship and I think I kind of said, you know, don't feel like you need to break up with whoever you're with for me. Like, I'm not promising you anything. Mm -hmm. You know, if you do do that, I'm not, I'm not going to do anything. Like, I'm not, don't hold me to anything, basically. Yeah. I, I, how did you take that? Were you surprised to hear that? Were you like, who says that? 
I yeah, I was like, who says that? Yeah. Right? Temperature is very different from any one I've ever met, let alone any man that I've ever met. I think hopefully good different. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Very good. I mean I married you, so I think oh. it worked out. Yeah, I was just a bit confused, right? Like are we, <laughs> are we like do we really like each other? Are we going to be in a relationship? I think a lot of people from school thought that we were going to end up together so even when oh. we got engaged we got a lot of oh we saw this coming oh we always knew that this is meant to be and <laughs> you know all of those things so i'm in a relationship right when we get to union in bridge house uh-huh. and then we had this very difficult conversation about Timothy basically didn't really want to be friends anymore he couldn't be my friend well I mean, there were two difficult conversations, um, I don't know how many years apart. I think the first one we kind of said, you know, clearly, this is more than a friendship. But yeah, At I don't some know. point it became I don't know. I don't know how yeah. ideal this is, you know, let's kind of cut it off and stop talking. <laughs> or just, you know, to uh-huh. which I think Booker was very shocked. Yeah, because you were my really good friend and I could talk to you about anything. But I guess also being in, re- in a relationship at that point, I was like, this is maybe not healthy for my own relationship to be as close as we were and so we decided to break things off and then shortly after we decided actually, oh yeah i think we agreed ultimately yeah yeah because i was like yeah you know can't do this anymore yeah i'm not uh i don't think it's healthy yeah and yeah so we break things off like we're not speaking as friends and then or anything couple, else couple couple months after i then break up with the person I was with at the time and then it took me oh was it that same year was it not oh no it was the year after, the year after. yeah so Timothy and I hadn't spoken for eight nearly nine months year. yeah nearly a year and then within that year I realized a lot of things about myself I was 18 or so and so I break up with this guy and then a couple months after I think I call you and then we hit things off again we start talking and shortly after about another year after that actually uh-huh. then you asked me to be a girlfriend oh yeah and remember what i said oh, you, you said no <laughs> yeah i did so which i was then now surprised because um, i just thought we had been back as friends and you know just talking and taking things slow. It had been a year of like rekindling a friendship and I was enjoying it and I was like, oh, do I want to be in a relationship one year after, you know, being broken up? Yeah. So I initially said no and then I said yes after. I think, I think, if Wiki can be such a tease sometimes (laughs) or or very dramatic, even with prom, I remember asking her to prom like a couple of times. Yeah, you did, have, you did ask me to prom a couple of times, yeah. yeah. I wonder why I continued. <laughs> I don't know why you continued. Every time you would ask me, I would like tease and say no. And you would ask me again and I would say no. And then you would ask me again. I'm, I'm actually surprised thinking back <laughs> as to the fact that I you know, kind of persisted and continued. Yeah. I think normally, uh, yeah, I'm not sure. Anyway, it, maybe that shows something. He kind of said no initially. I, you know, sometimes when I think back, I think that that was the right thing to say. Mm. I think that there's a lesson there in terms of sticking to your guns, in terms of not saying that ultimately we want to 
you know, been together or started a relationship or whatever. You know, in hindsight, sometimes when I think back, I, I, I do think that was the right thing right thing to say. That's yeah. very interesting. I, but I'm not sure if I've told you. never told me <laughs> You know, so... Interesting. So, word for, for the ladies out there, sometimes go with... Genuinely go with your gut. Yeah. And don't um, shift it. Yeah. For anyone. So... Let's talk a little bit about like when we then started dating. So you had asked me to be your girlfriend, mm -hmm. but at that point, you guys, Sandra really didn't even believe in the whole boyfriend girlfriend thing. Like he didn't like labels, and mm. so he didn't even really, you know, he didn't really want to hold my hand. So we're, you know, a young Christian couple, by the way. So Sandra was very firm with like boundaries. Okay, this guy. They want to hold my hand. I couldn't, you know, hug him for too long or anything like that. But let's talk about like dating. So at the point where we were like exclusive, right? So we we're like committed to each other and we were dating. Did you know or were you planning at that time to marry me? I mean, we were 19 and got engaged at 24. Oh. So about five years before. So when we started dating, did you, yeah, did you see marriage in the mix or was it like, okay, I'm dating this girl because I really like her and I think there's potential or what? So I think to put my answer to that question in context, I was fortunate to start a relationship with God very early on. And what that means is as early as what, 13, 14, I knew a lot of things, you know, and I always used to say to people that, you know, that God is my friend. Um, and I genuinely meant it. What that meant is I knew a lot of things. I started speaking to God and God speaking to me early on as well. You know, so that framed my outlook generally, life-wise, relationship-wise, marriage-wise, so many things. Um, and as a result of that, I kind of matured slightly faster than I might have otherwise. So yes, at the time I, I did say, let's let's start a relationship. I knew I had, I had, it, I had conviction about having a permanent relationship with you. And that's why I thought it worthwhile to start the relationship. Yeah. Right. If I didn't have that conviction, I likely wouldn't have said, let's start. So you're, yeah, Timster is definitely not the kind of person who would have wanted to be dating for dating's sake, right? You wanted to be dating for the purpose of getting married. I mean, it's it's two things. Like I said, I knew a number of things. And so, for example, even if I ever thought I'd want to date for dating's sake, mm -hmm. I, I mean, one time I was in university and I thought about it. The way God put it to me was this. What, you know, it's like a plane taking off only to land. Mm -hmm. It's almost like you're starting a relationship with someone. You know, it's not going, really going anywhere. So you what's know, the point? Kind of have mercy on them. Like, don't be like, you know, they, do, they may not know that. Right. But you clearly know that. Right. Right. Be a bit mature about it or don't, you know, what's mm -hmm. the point? So I had that view very early and so, yeah, I felt, you know, I wasn't wearing kind of taken off just the land. I thought, yeah, you know, we'll fly for, you know. Yeah, I'm glad one of us choice. had that. I definitely didn't have my conviction about marrying him until a bit later. But seeing as we're talking about like navigating relationships in your 20s and speaking about like romantic relationships now, what do you think about people who are just, I guess, dating around? Like, I feel like that's a big thing in your 20s, right? A lot of people are figuring out themselves what they like. And a big part of that is romantic relationships and 
yeah you know dating for fun other people are dating to get married other people are brought up differently as well different backgrounds and lifestyles so yeah i think first of all everyone has their own path i think there's certainly value to obviously value to dating and realizing and identifying what you like what you don't like what you can deal with what you can handle what you think maybe you can't handle and there should be sensible sort of boundaries and guidelines for doing that if you're going to do really well i think i didn't have that i didn't have the you know um, probably i didn't need the i call it the luxury um you know or the experience or i don't know that that wasn't my own path for whatever reason it was important i think to god and you know but when i reflect it makes sense why it was important for god or for me to you know not kind of go through that and you know kind of be clear early on okay this is this is what's up this is what you you know i had convictions early mm. right and i think that's something ultimately we all pray for yeah. you know by the time you're hitting 30 that that's you know that's a yeah i think just in your 20s we, we all pray for in your 20s it's really good to have like clarity and conviction about the work that you want to do for sure which is a big part of being in your 20s and also mm. the relationships both romantic and even friendships right mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. just really taking that step further to get clarity and know exactly what you're doing and why you're doing it and what is the bigger purpose and vision for your life mm. but it comes over time it i does. think for whatever reason my path was slightly different and yeah it was a bit weird that maybe a prayer i'd have been praying maybe when i was 30 or early 20s. 30s yeah. even earlier i'd have been answered mm -hmm. so maybe you know all this when you're young and your your parents pray for you maybe the person you marry blah 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 so maybe someone was maybe my mom was praying extra or something or i don't know yeah you know yeah yeah so my path was quite different certainly i mean i didn't think i was going to get married to you we used to joke in bridge house so i used to joke in bridge house that i can't wait to see the person tim Stromeri is because his standards are this high and he was just a very peculiar person. <laughs> and he knew what he wanted. Here is this like 15, 16 year old, very like focused, ambitious, knows exactly what he wants. You know, he talks about God being his friend. I truly saw that. He was just an overall like great guy. He was very kind and generous and was a people's person, you know, someone that was easy to talk to, was funny. You would help people, you would yeah share things you were there for people like a really 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 good friend right like my guy is a solid guy but i definitely did not think i was going to get married to you so i do think that from for me it was a lot about getting that conviction and i know even for you like you encouraged me to mm -hmm. not just take your word for it so i not just say because god had spoken to him about us getting married therefore i was just going to tag along to that like it was very important for him and for me to also get my own clarity and conviction before proceeding. Yeah, absolutely. I think I think conviction has to be developed on both sides. Yeah, for sure. Um, for you to have a true partnership, otherwise, one person you don't want to be the the source of strength. Mm, carrying the carrying the relationship. relationship. Yeah, it's that will be very burdensome mm -hmm. if you were to do that. I want to talk about dating. So it's one thing to have conviction and it's a different thing to like decide to stay committed, right? So we're dating, mm. I think it had been about a year and then we, you moved back from the UK to Lagos mm -hmm. and so then we were dealing with long distance mm. and we 
did long distance for about a year. I mean, our relationship for that year prior was long distance. I was <laughs> ready and you were in Nottingham. But there's this cross country. Yeah, but that was cross. It was like a three hour train and 70 pounds. No, I mean, the, the shift was now. Okay, country. yes. Now we had then gone from just UK taking a train to the six hour flight. And mm. I we did not see for that entire year. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. And we had, bo- we had both started working. You mm-hmm. had you had another job here in the UK, but you had taken on like a temporary job in Lagos whilst you did your youth service. Yeah, so yeah. And I had started working, and then we were yeah just navigating you know a relationship long distance, being very intentional about of course communication and staying in touch, and also just showing up and being present. Like I remember, like you would buy me things, or you would send mm. me like surprise gifts. We were always on the phone to each other a lot. We are always FaceTiming, which we did a lot, even in uni. We certainly spoke a lot. Yeah. But a lot of people in their 20s who think about long distance think that might be a deal breaker. So let's talk a little bit about, from your perspective, you moving back, what were maybe the expectations that you had on our relationship, consciously or not, Mm. where you felt like, okay, we really have to push past this year to make it work. I, I, I don't think there were any explicit ex- expectations. I didn't think about it that way. Mm-hmm. I think in part because I thought I was only moving back temporarily for a period of time. Yeah, you knew and, you were coming and, back. And so. come back later on. I, at the time I moved back, I don't even remember, my grandpa just passed away. Yeah. So, I, I you know, the, the headspace of coming back in was, you know, okay, coming back in, go down to a funeral, this, that, the other. So the headspace was very different. Yeah, then once that was that was done, you know, yeah, you know, it was very different. So as I said that, I just kind of, you know, just be mentally go back to that time and season. But yeah, no, no, no explicit expectations. expectations. I don't think so. I think, I think that would keep talking was a given. Mm-hmm. I think it helped that we're in the same sort of similar time zones. Yeah. Are you Nigeria in the UK? Yeah. And did you have any doubts going into long distance or? I didn't even think about you know, these labels. I didn't even think about it. Like, yeah, it wasn't distance. a long distance relationship I for did. us. Like consciously, obviously we weren't seeing each yes. other. But it was just like, again, a big part of it, I think, is because you were going to eventually be back here, like after the year was done. Um, Maybe. I didn't even know that at the time. But for whatever reason, I wasn't, like, was I worried? Was I, not particularly. I, again, that's also one of the, the benefits of, of getting, of having a sense of conviction, I think, yeah. is with some things, you don't, you don't worry as much about it. It, it almost the mindset i had was almost as was was that some things prove themselves out some themselves out yeah yeah and so i wasn't too worried you know we're talking all the time so we're constantly in touch yeah and i think for did you have me, expectations i think my expectation was actually that it would make us stronger because i had done long distance in my previous relationship and it was fine and so you, you had experience I had some I had some experience and so that was really my only expectation was like I felt like it would make us stronger or I wanted it to make us stronger mm. and I think that we also even if it wasn't conscious we definitely took the time to really work on ourselves a lot I'd probably even say even more than working on our relationship mm-hmm, in mm-hmm. terms of just 
building character developing ourselves knowing what we wanted to do of course at that point in time we had started working so we were thinking about the kind of work that we wanted to do i was sharing about how unhappy i was in that first grad job um you know you encouraged me through it we thought about the bigger goals and plans for our lives mm -hmm. the kind of systems and structures we wanted to put in place to you know be in places in our lives within the next sort of five ten years and yeah so i think that year was a really good year for us actually like we barely had any disagreements we any any structural disagreements any, yeah any seismic you know yeah fortunately and then when you came back we like instantly picked things up and just yeah kind of rolled with it again so we did that long distance she came back and then we went into year three so this is now two years and i don't know if you think about like our eight-year relationship if you can pinpoint your hardest year mine was definitely year three i think when you came back the first maybe like six seven months were like fantastic i was just loving it and then yeah nearly three years in i was like oh boy <laughs> it's, it's getting tougher it's getting tougher and i we hadn't experienced that before, right? We'd no, had like we a really good, easy, sort of smooth sailing relationship up until that point. So mm. I was very worried and I wanted to call it quits a few times. I was like, I can't, I can't do this anymore. So I know from your perspective. So for context, year three was what, 18? Year three was 2018. 18. Yeah. And I did lots of traveling. That was when I really like, I was doing lots of like solo traveling and traveling with some mm -hmm. friends and yeah we were just i felt like that year we were really put through the ringer and i'm not even really sure why but i want to talk to you about yeah surviving really tough times or just staying committed so, through really tough times yeah so put your 2018 in context 2018 i started working at a global bank and i'd also started the cfa program going through the exams and so that I was, also had like and you also had the ACA, ACA exams. exams. Yeah. So by definition, those things require a level of focus and just, you know, putting your head down to get things done. Mm -hmm. And a bit less faffing around. Not that you're faffing around. But you get you like you have less of you mm -hmm. available for stuff. And so I think that, that contributed a little bit. To like the stress of the relationship. Stress or pressure. I mean I remember. I mean there's I mean I I remember you know, coming back, going like 7 to 11, 7 a.m. to 11 p.m. the days and speaking to you between 11 and 11.15, I'm being like, you know, I'm tired. I'm yeah. talk later and next day start again. And I think that was one of the times I, I felt like beyond conviction, actually seeing the conviction play out practically in terms of you being, okay, we can do life together. Like, you know, can you go through tough? Can you survive? Can you go through tough moments, times and seasons? Yeah, you were yeah. a trooper because I was. Yeah, I was definitely a trooper. <laughs> <laughs> I was not a believer. I think then I I questioned the conviction at that point. Mm. You know, and I think that's something that people may not necessarily know or or even think about. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people might have the assumption that, especially as like a young Christian couple, like okay, you guys want to be together. You've both heard from God, you know, this is where it's headed. And maybe you think it's going to be, at least for the most part, like smooth sailing. But I definitely, you know, question that that year, like, are we actually going to end up together? Is this really the plan that God has for me? Is this the best that God has to give to me? 
and I you know we had really difficult conversations and and arguments and just in a sense like really fighting for our relationship I felt you know to like make it work like push through this really hard moment or push through this uncomfortable feeling or push through yeah this phase where it's not rosy and but, it's but not did you did you rosy. understand at the time again it's I, I, a lot of things comes down to perspective at the time did you understand or see it as a phase i wasn't you know, sure yeah. i think that was the thing i didn't think this was like it's like the be all and end all because i had i had seen where we had come from right we had oh, a two year okay. two plus year at that point worth of history and that's being like relatively like smooth sailing i oh. think really helped me to see who you were uh-huh. and also obviously like say this is who i want to be with so even oh. when those talk time came i think for me it was like trying to remember like this is my guy this is a really solid guy like all the things i said about him earlier you know he's really nice and kind he he's good-hearted he's funny he thinks the best of me he genuinely wants to make me happy and so i felt like i had to tell myself that a lot more that you're not trying to get on my nerves you're not not trying to annoy me you were just yeah we were figuring out there were a lot of transitions Mm -hmm. there were transitions career-wise there were transitions personally I mean, I, I mean, at that point in time, we've been together for like I think roughly three years. Three years. Three and years. when I when I when I had the chance to at the time to speak to married couples and they talk about how their wives ch- changed, mm-hmm. I felt like I was in a relationship and I was already seeing that already. You know, I, I, yeah. just, just so I did a number of things. When was SSI born? Yeah, twenty seventeen. Twenty seventeen. By eighteen, I started doing the conference. Eighteen more. You know, my book came out. Yeah. So, so there were a lot of we were both doing thing getting into different things mm. which meant you know more time energy effort and just just getting into our land it's almost like adjusting to that how do you how do you balance that so i think those those contributed to it the thing to be mindful of is that with a measure of success you also need to build character to go with it you know and so when you think about that even from a relationship perspective that character is it, it goes together you know so the more success you have the more character you need you know, to build you need yeah. to build to go with it you yeah because as you're growing in your relationship you're ideally growing in yourself right or yeah. you're developing well, as you're yourself, growing in yourself you should be growing in your growing relationship, in your relationship. So the, the two should go together and so there's a clash if you the growth in yourself is you know, is not quite like on the same level as the growth in your relationship or where the t- the character that you're building personally yeah. is different to how you're showing up yeah. in your relationship. And, and it's a two-way street. So the character is not just for you, it's also for your partner. Mm. So for you, whilst you're developing character in terms of uh, how to manage that, how to carry it, for me, I was further developing character in terms of, say, security or say... Um, like financially or anyhow financially or generally it goes both ways and then it's if you know it then puts you through the tests so we think of things like fruits of the spirit or you know christ in view how christ-like are you yeah you know it's that thing they always say about people in terms of money doesn't change people it only exposes people you know so it's it's that's important it substitutes to money for success 
it's not like or yeah it doesn't it doesn't change just exposes what what's actually under the hood mm-hmm. you know so developing character i think is very important um as both individuals as one as as one individual transitions or as both individuals transition in the relationship mm-hmm. because it changes over time yeah. you know even in a marriage you know when if you if but most people that have been in long relationships have experienced that on some degree. The young 16-year-old in, in Breach House was no longer the, you know, the, the person in, at, at, at that time. I'm not saying to Pitya, you know, you used to listen a lot more. <laughs> yeah, because when you met me, you know. I would say that I hadn't found my voice. And then I, I found my voice. <laughs> All she wanted to do was talk, you know. I was uh, and that's fine. It's okay to talk, but I think again, you know, the 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 ability to listen, which um, is very important to me, which is very important. Yeah, you know, and and again, I'm not. I think my view, even in a marriage, I'm not going to struggle to be, to be heard or to be the head. Mm. If that makes sense, mm. you know, if you're if you're trying to beat your chest and say, you know, I'm King Kong, maybe you're not really King. Do you get what I mean? Like I know, like yeah. if you're a kind of cook, you're going to be a kind of cook. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's it's up to the people around you to recognize that and benefit from that mm-hmm. or not. Yeah. You know, so it's, yeah. It's, and I would say success. that, yeah, and I would say that I think for me, what helped us actually get over the hump, like actually move from that really tough year and kind of back on like our normal ship, you know, smooth sailing year four was having like really tough and hard conversations and i Ooh. felt like that turning point for me was like god pruning me a little bit right like what are the so someone had to do it <laughs> what are the things <laughs> what are the things that you don't need to have in your life especially as you go as you guys go further in or you know start heading towards marriage like really assessing where i was at that point in my life Ooh. and I felt like the Holy Spirit was definitely prompting me to really, you know, take a step back, gain some perspective and also realize the person that I was. And if that, you know, if I was going to be happy with the person that I was becoming at that point. And so I had to, yeah, kind of step back and also do some internal work in building out the person that I wanted to be, not just for you, but also for myself, mm-hmm. right? And so mm-hmm. that I think was very important practically for us to actually get over the hump. Like I think we had this really long conversation where we walked across the O2 and you kind of told me a lot of really difficult things to hear at yeah. the time, which was important and necessary because yeah. you, you know maybe we I should have done that, that earlier. I was always very mindful of your feelings. You were, yeah. I can look at you a little bit and well, you know, you people say the word baby in relationship and things like that. It's just like some things I you just do some things and I just kinda of look at you and be like you, you shouldn't have done that, but I'll just I'll overlook it or not make a big deal out of it or mm-hmm. just let it go or whatever. And it's like actually hold on, listen, you know, this, that and that's something I hadn't historically done mm-hmm. well and I realized actually it was important for your own growth as well. For um, sure. Beyond your feelings, you know, you know, you need to grow up. Yeah, and it was tough to hear, but it definitely helped us. Like, I understood where you were and where you also saw me in our relationship. And it was kind of like, this is where I would like us to be, or I would like you to be. And so what are we going to do for you to get there? (laughs) (laughs) And 
yeah, I remember that conversation. I was like quiet and just reflecting, like, wow, you and know. You're like, you're, you're quiet. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> he's quiet. <laughs> I was just really reflecting and thinking very deeply about what you were saying because it was tough. And I remember you saying, you know, you, you, you did want to like protect my feelings, but I was like, no, like, I want you to speak up. Like, you're in this relationship as well. Like you have a voice here. It matters. And so. Of course I have a voice. It matters. Yeah. Well, well, like, <laughs> I wasn't hearing a lot of that. And I think a lot of it also took me um, by surprise a little bit because we had just been, you know, I thought things were fine. Like things are great for me, like personally. And so I, I almost thought that personal things I mean, were great, like translated to the relationship, which wasn't necessarily the case. Right. No, no, I mean, it was... Like, know. just in terms of, like, just because things were great for us individually didn't mean that together, together yeah, agreed. things were great. That's what I mean. So agreed. I was thinking, life is great. We're good. I'm in a great relationship. Like, I'm following my passion with SSI. Like, I'm figuring out what. But, like, generally, life is good. And then we had this really tough conversation. And I was like, oh, maybe this relationship isn't going as well as I thought. No, but it again, the see, see, it's how you look at it. You have a tough conversation, doesn't mean. No, well, in terms of how you felt. Okay, the um, things I was yeah, saying. Yeah, the things you were saying. In terms of what could be better, etc. Et yeah, so that, I didn't, I wasn't. You weren't tracking that. Yeah, I wasn't tracking that. Yeah, so in my head, things were very differently to how you were. So we were almost like out of sync. Mm. And we had to kind of get back Reset. in sync and yeah. get back in alignment. Yeah. yeah. Um, there was something the you other, were saying. The other thing I was saying was that, you know, in any relationship or in any venture that you feel God has called you to, you have a, a level of conviction around. Mm. Um, as Bobby was saying earlier, it will almost always be tested. Uh, the test does a number of things. It, it, it serves, it gives you the chance to prove to yourself as well that, mm. you know, the strength of your convictions. But also, you know, in terms of handling it, because Bobby spoke about that difficult year, it, it positions you for how you handle it. Mm. you know and so whilst on, on your side you, you kind of handle this slightly differently i i had a view that you know we will come out of this it'll be you know do you know what i mean it, it will work um you know and obviously you pray through it you know but i had a sense of conviction doesn't mean that there weren't battles to fight or you're not with her just generally like in terms of making like it wasn't it wasn't doesn't mean it was smooth sailing Mm. right you you had to pray through i remember one day i woke up and i had a dream and you married someone else i was like what kind of dream is this <laughs> you know you know and i woke up and started praying i was like you know like they you know so with conviction the more grand the conviction is to some degree means that the more you have to fight for it in mm. prayer in you know just just sticking with god to make to make sure it happens yeah I think ultimately, I mean, any any time I felt unsure, I felt concerned. Again, mm -hmm. it's it's for me. It's my experience was who did who did you get the conviction from? Yeah, you know, I kind of take it back, take it back to your source. Mm -hmm. um, and again, that again, one of the reasons I feel it's important to have a sense of conviction from from somewhere. In my case, from God through faith. I think at those moments, that's kind of where you go back to. Yeah. Or, or depend on. I mean, this is what I used to say when we're in bridge house in terms of the what and the why. Anything you have, the what is only as important as, as the, the why. why. Yeah. You know, you have the pillars of your life, your career, whatever it is, your relationships. Think about it as a chair, and the pillars that hold it up. 
you know, those four pillars and those are your whys. Uh, and so that chair, that relationship, that business, whatever it is, is only as strong as the whys that keep it standing. You know, so same thing in a relationship. Yeah. But I think practically speaking, I, yeah, that would, for me, it was important to just go through that period knowing that tough times were going to come. I think some, in the There's beginning. There's a kind of training for you, maybe a little bit. A little bit. Too. Yeah. <laughs> I think I was a little, a, training a little bit naive, right? Because we had had such good years before. When the tough time came, I was very, like, unaware like cotton like i was like what is going on like what is happening like why is the boat rocking so much and so it was just a lot of like talking through things really trying to figure out like what exactly is the issue here and then we kind of made our way past that year and thankfully got into another year but then there were a couple of times you know within our relationship i think when I was again still like yeah i can't do this you guys like it's like it's too hard i remember journaling one time after we had like a really big mm. fight and i said i think getting out will be easier than staying in mm. because like it's not supposed to be this hard i was like it's never been this hard mm. and it only felt like it was getting harder and then this was around the period so i had traveled with my friend um to thailand for about three weeks we had had this massive argument i had said let's have a break so before this we had had like maybe two or three breaks where we don't speak for like a week or let's just take some time yeah let's just take some time yeah which tim's were never liked i felt like i needed space Mm. so whenever things got like really really tough i would just be like yo let's just take some time mm-hmm. i would tell him maybe two weeks he'll be like three days i'll be like no a week. <laughs> we'll negotiate. we agree on the time and then sometimes he'll like call me <laughs> and i'm like you're not supposed to be calling me like we're on a break but anyway so we had this really big argument and i was going to thailand for three weeks funny enough we had gone to new york before that mm-hmm. and had a fantastic time in new york and that was our first trip together and i came back and then i went to thailand before i went to thailand we had this big fight I was like, okay, time out. Let's just not speak this entire trip, which is really tough because I was having a fantastic time and obviously I only wanted to share it with you. But yeah, we didn't speak. And so I came back after about three and a half weeks and yeah, I think you called me like from the airport and we had said like, okay, let's let's see. Like as soon as you land, let me know. Something of the sort. And we had basically arranged that when I came back, he was... You weren't going to come over to mine. I think I was going to meet you at London Bridge in a restaurant or cafe or something like that. And then what happened? Yeah, so we agreed to meet. I think it was a Sunday evening, 6 6 Mm p.m. And I get there and like, okay, you know, it's kind of like 6 and it's kind of like quarter past, you know, and it's like half past. At that point, I'm like, you know, are you coming? Are you not coming? What's going on? Yeah. And apparently you'd overslept. Yeah, so I came back from from my flight. It was like a fourteen hour flight. I thought I'd take a quick nap and then yeah, it wasn't the same wake day. up. It was the same day. Was it the same yeah. day? Yeah, the same day. I got back. Yeah, because I got back on the Sunday and we went to work on Monday. And I had Monday off, but then yeah, so I had overslept from my nap. I think I woke up at seven to to like your call, like your second or third call. And you were like, oh, I'm at London Bridge, where are you? And I was like, crap, 
I'm just waking up and I need to shower. I was like, I will run down as fast as I can. I felt so bad. To like six turns, like what eight? Eight, yeah. So I got to him for eight. You guys, when I tell you this, this man, he was so, <laughs> it was so quiet when I came to see him. I was calm. Tim's is generally quite calm. You guys probably are, are getting this already, but I am definitely like the louder one and he's he's more quiet and calm and chill and nothing really rocks his boat too much anyway. So me being two hours late after this three and a half weeks of not speaking. And then you see me, I mean he's not greeting me with open arms or anything. Let's let's not think that <laughs> you know, he wasn't like, oh I'm so excited to see you. Like I'm just grateful you're here. Like no. You were still very much like, okay. I wasn't shouting at you or anything like that. No, but you were like, hmm, okay. You know, and I think it was then you wanted to hear what I had to say. Or we had just come to like, you know, clear the air and smooth things out. I had come with the agenda to like break up. I was like, you know oh, what? Really? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was God. like, you know what? This break... As much as it like hurts me, I just think that we don't need to be together. <laughs> so wait, 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 hold on, hold on. So you did tell me that before we the phone, and, to us, and I was no, waiting for two hours. I need to like see you and maybe like you know see what the vibes was. No, okay, but listen, we had, okay, we were having <laughs> this conversation, right, in this, like, restaurant-type place, and we were getting into, like, another type of fight, and I think I was like, okay. So, I, I, you know, there's a season, we had a lot of miscommunication. Yeah. Yeah. We were just crashing really, a lot. Yeah, it was really weird. Um, and, I wonder why, you know, yeah, it was very, we just... We just had a lot of miscommunication and it was really confusing because we hadn't had that before. Mm -hmm. So it was a, it was a, it was this, there was a real sense of like, you know, what's, what's going on here. Mm -hmm. Um, I felt, I mean, I, 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 I felt, I thought, okay, what is going on here? And my mindset was to kind of break past or push past that rather than. End it. Rather than my philosophy on life is that create life. Don't let life create you. Right, so if something's you change it, don't change because of it. Yeah, my you know. me changing it was like breaking. Yes, it was your okay, cool. <laughs> me changing is is change what is change what is making me feel change what is making me feel some kind of way. Yeah, that for or, me, me changing so was what was making me feel <laughs> good to know. I was like breaking so, up. I was so, like, I can't do yeah. this anymore. Yeah, it's just too tough. We were arguing much more than we were like loving on each other and i was like yeah 23 at this point something like that so i was like if we end it here like it's been a good run homie like love and light <laughs> <laughs> but like, but again I, but i did i did say to you i think i said that evening that um if that's what you genuinely feel that's what you want uh-uh no no i think no no i did say that if, if that's genuinely what you want mm -hmm. and okay but there's no, there's no coming back. There's no, like, I was like, so I was like, I was like, better think clearly, better be sure. I was like, and I'm sure. And this man, he was not having it. He was like. I, I wasn't, have, but the, the reason I said, the reason for that is because, and I can be painfully final yeah. on, on things like, 
my drawing the line genuinely is drawing the line I, I yeah. rarely go back on it so which I knew and um, I was like no I yes I know this and I want to break up and Tim she was like I don't think you, you sure? know I don't think you know I, yeah I got the sense I like, think I'm not sure you know what you're saying like you don't realize and I was like no no I do like I've had 14 hours you... like <laughs> think about this like I'm pretty sure that I want to end it and you were like maybe you should take some more time to think about it. I was like I want to think about this and so then what it, ultimately was agreed I think you you then said we should pray about it you were like, well, we didn't get into this relationship on our own, so we're not like just on our own. Just on our own, so we're not getting out of it. Just on just our own. on our own. So go and think about reflect, it and yeah. reflect beyond and beyond just you about it and how you feel. Mm -hmm. You know, again, again to that conviction. So what what was that? Do you get what I mean? Like, yeah, and yeah. I think that again, like with your conviction, it will be tested, right? And just on your Christian walk, like if you say you have faith in god it will be tested mm -hmm. and so those were moments of test for us and like thankfully we passed it barely i felt like we well i felt like i feel that yeah it was really 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 tough but then i stayed i didn't break up we never actually broke up because tim just went he won't let me go y'all yeah. <laughs> let me go but okay before we end i want to talk about like making the transition from dating into getting married because when we got together i think by like year two year three we had some friends from university who were getting married at like 22 23 and some of them we had even been together longer than they were together and then they kept on saying like oh you guys are next you guys are next and we were just like, mm, no, we're not, please stop. And we were, we were definitely both aligned on the fact that we didn't want to get married that young, even if we wanted to get married younger still, but definitely not that young. But let's talk a little bit about, yeah, we got engaged at 24. What was that process for you coming into the realization? Because I, I, I used to tell my friends that I felt like Tim Joe would get there before me like there in terms Did of being ready yeah going in just before both of us well before our 25th so i should say so just before 25 okay let's say 25 we're going to engage in 25 um but yeah so what was that process for you the process of getting engaged or moving yeah like moving from she's my girlfriend so i want to wipe her up oh so following that that difficult year i was like year five Oof. for me it was okay uh, it, it, it's, it's like you've had this sense of conviction of this conviction historically out of the time but again it's at the end of the day, you're not going to marry conviction you're not going to marry potential it's kind of mm. what is in front of you today mm -hmm. you know can you deal with this can you live with her can can you know can this work and so for me it was at the point where beyond just a conviction of potential i started to see that potential in in practically mm. and meaning you start to see you start to see the growth the, the potential the growth over the last five years you start to see the growth in character you start to see the growth in maturity 
you start to see the growth in, you know, fruits of the spirit, patience, or, you know, other things, but I, it's not just an idea. It's, it's It's a reality. It's a reality. It's a, you know, if I'm, if I'm late for something, you know, does Buki, does the sky fall down or does Buki just, you know, brush it off her shoulder? (laughs) And, and, and because and I don't like to being manage late. it, she's she really doesn't like being late. Like really, five minutes really late can like be a capital it. crime. It used to be a capital it sin. It used to be. I've, I've like, calmed like, five down minutes is, oh, because you guys, you know, the growth. Okay, you know, the growth. You, you say you say that in this same podcast. We just spoke about how she was two hours late for something because she overslept. <laughs> yeah, before. which is not but we're different. We, we handle things differently, which is certainly not normal. But you know, but the point. <laughs> It was just ironic, five minutes versus yeah, two hours. Yeah. Anyway, but but yeah, seeing that the potential, you know, mm-hmm. seeing it in practice, right? Because it's the practice they're going to live with. It's yeah. that, right? Um, yeah, so that was, so that was one of the first triggers to actually thinking, okay, you know, let's... It's time. Not even it's time. Let's, let's do this. So let's get the ball winner. Let's make this happen. Mm. As to when to make it happen, I was like, yeah, yeah, you know, whenever, you know, someday... You know, so before Jesus comes, you know. Wow. And I think then at some point, my sister from Lyle called me and kind of said, you know, what's what's going on with you and Bucky? You know, if you're not going to marry this girl, let her go. <laughs> me, someone else will. <laughs> if you're not going to marry this girl, let her go. And I was like, okay. And then later on, I can't remember what year was that. At, at some point in time, I felt a strong, you know, it was just really just strong sense of conviction, like you know, like do it, like it's time. Mm. You know, get married it's 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 kind of time a conviction from god definitely conviction from god and i mean the actual you know process was i remember it was a saturday i'd been listening to some there's this really great lady her name is mrs jumakadi i was listening to like a program of hers and and she had like some prayer meeting which i dialed into afterwards i just continued praying on my own and later that evening i just got this real sense of boldness you know, very strong sense of boldness. And following that, I just knew that I knew that I knew. You know, and I just give my dad a call and said, you know, what would you think if this happened? Which is how Tim's talks. He didn't say, oh, I would like to propose to Bookie. He said, what would you think? What would you think if I went ahead and did this? How would you think? What would you think about that? <laughs> and and, and, you and got that was the lesson. start of the process. That, yeah. You know, he advised me to jump on a flight and come meet your dad. Mm-hmm. I was like, surely I don't need to. I can just zoom in. Absolutely I like, not. I was like, I was like, this is in twenty twenty one. So is. COVID had happened. Was still ish happening. It We're was coming out of it slowly. Slowly, yeah. You know. So yeah, he was like, I, you know, I think you should get on a plane. Come meet my dad and yeah. ask him in person in his face for his yeah. daughter's hand. You know, and then so, my father's only daughter, so. Was it an easy yes? Sorry? Was it an easy yes? It wasn't terribly difficult. <laughs> <laughs> I won't say easy, but it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't harder than it was it wasn't unduly difficult. I don't think he made it difficult for me. My dad's know. a nice guy. Also it's it's so funny, especially the relationship with, with her dad. I because I, I'd obviously been around for quite some time. I think the most I've probably spoken to him for was like two minutes duration. <laughs> my dad wanted to believe that like I was not in a relationship. So my parents knew, they definitely knew that we were together. I was in a relationship. My mom loved him. My dad loved him. Well, 
he liked you at least <laughs> right but he right. didn't want to necessarily like acknowledge the relationship mm. unless he knew for sure this was marriage right so he didn't want yeah he didn't want to i guess maybe be overly excited like oh this girl that this guy that my daughter has been with for a number of years is definitely her partner like even when i told him we're going to new york together he was just kind of like is that like is that a good idea <laughs> you know i was like yeah like we're in a committed serious relationship we were four years in i think at that point and so he did give his blessing because he thought you were he and my mom had discussed it anyway so um but uh that day when we spoke i think we, i can't remember, like, maybe like two hours definitely over an hour mm -hmm. we, we spoke for quite some time and I'm like whoa was like you know, you know where has all this been all the while you know it's like yeah, we had a proper conversation, was proper, yeah. like work, like prop, you know, mm -hmm. intellectually engaging, like yeah, yeah. Which is what seems like, gets really like. I was, you know, about. good conversations. I was like, oh, you know, yeah, we should keep this up. Good, yeah, good to, good to speak again. And he and my and my dad are very similar. Like they yeah. have the same name and initials, and they actually have a lot in common. I think you even have, well, I think you had more in common with my mom. But you definitely have like a really strong relationship with my dad, and it, yeah, it's 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 great. So yeah, it is. it's it's good to see. Okay, as I round up, is there anything you want to say to just young people in their twenties navigating relationships? Like we've talked about getting clarity and conviction. We've talked about long distance pushing through you know, growing in our own selves, like oh. having our own ambition and coming together when you know, like it's the right time to be getting married. Um, yeah, so any, any final words? Oh gosh, I'm, I'm by, by no means a relationship expert, but. No, we're not, so really not. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, what what's worked for me and what's helped me, I think really benefited from, from having faith and conviction in God. I've benefited from having mentors or people I can speak to who, sure. who've had long relationships, married for a long time, and I can just mm -hmm. get some perspective from. Also great friends and family to connect with as well, you know, so so those, those have been key. And, and I, I importantly, you know, having someone with whom, who is actually even worth fighting for, you know, most people in a relationship, if your Aww. partner says, <laughs> your partner says they want to break up, like, okay, cool, bye. Yeah, you know, but um, having having someone you you think is worth fighting for mm. in the first place is probably a good place to start. Yeah, and then you add the others to it. Yeah, I think I I definitely want to emphasize the point around not doing life alone when you're in a relationship. Like it's very easy, I think, especially with maybe new relationships, to isolate yourself from other people. Mm. But counsel is something that has been really important to us in our in the growth of our relationship and making sure that we are accountable to people but we're also getting like spiritually sound advice and just wisdom from people who have been there before so including like our pastors really good friends as well who can speak to each of us and tell us how it is you know some of our yeah. best friends are people who we've had those like conversations when it's gotten tough and they've been able to actually speak oh. over us and speak words of encouragement and help us navigate those times. So uh -huh. those really, really 
like strong relationships also play a part in us making it through definitely i mean as you sweep there's a scripture that comes to mind that says that the multitude of counts sorry oh god and the multitude of counselors their safety so in the multitude of counselors their safety it's very true yeah it makes a difference Awesome. Well, we're going to stop here. I just want to say a big thank you to my husband. You're welcome. For coming, coming on the show. This is a really good chat and conversation. So it's good to like reflect in very many ways, even though we've been together for eight years, it still feels like day one with you always. And so, yeah, I'm excited for the next 80 years of our life together and, and beyond and as many as god will give us as many as god will give us so thank you guys so much for being here for listening please do share this if you enjoyed it leave us comments subscribe leave us rated yes please reviews. subscribe yeah and let us know if you want my dear sweetheart to be back again otherwise i'll catch you in my next episode all right bye guys